0: We continue with our daily Bible reading this week. We are in First Chronicles chapter 13, short chapter dealing with the Ark of the Covenant in the life of David. Now, you've got to put your Sunday school hat on again, your Old Testament hat on again. If you remember, the Ark of the Covenant was this box, this, this wooden, very special, unique box that God told the children of Israel to create as they go through the wilderness to be the visible um, symbol of God's presence with them, a traveling symbol that went with them uh, wherever they went until the time when they finally got to settle in the Promised Land, build the temple, and then the Ark of the Covenant goes in the temple. Uh, for those of you who are movie buffs, this is the Ark of the Covenant that Indiana Jones in the very first Indiana Jones movie, um, he, um, he goes, to see, goes to seek and to find it and, and finds it by the end of the movie, but that's kind of a side note too. It, it's interesting though that that makes the major scene uh, and actually an. Three of the of the movies of the Raiders of the Ark. It's some biblical, uh, some biblical scene. The first one, it's the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, the second one, I, I forget which one that was, but I know in the last one they're looking for the chalice that Jesus supposedly that they found that, that Jesus used in the upper room with his disciples. But again, that, I bring that up because to show you the impact of the Bible on our society, even on on people who aren't Christian like you and me who hold to the Scriptures. Yet yeah, the impact of that Bible, and it's funny that the the Bible comes under you know. Heavy, heavy, heavy scrutiny uh, by many people outside of the church trying to disprove it, and yet so much of what's in the Bible uh, infiltrates the the life of even secular society um, uh, all over the place. But anyway, back to back to. Uh, 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 First Chronicles chapter 13. So the Ark of the Covenant uh, is this special, unique, and God gives all the dimensions of that Ark, what's supposed to be on that Ark. If you remember, there are three things that are placed inside the Ark. It's, it's Aaron's rod, important in God you know, showing to Pharaoh and to his people that he's really with them, he's really going to deliver them. There's manna, uh, a sign of God's providing for them on a regular basis and a day-to-day basis. So there's a little jar of manna there too, and then of course there's the The Covenant, which is the Ten Commandments that that Moses got from God on Mount Sinai, uh, being God saying, hey, um, you are so precious to me. I want to show you and give you boundaries by which you should live, that you can be at peace with me and you can be at peace with one another. And of course, those Ten Commandments still apply to us today. Um, Those commandments that, you know, symbolically Moses throws down when he sees the people uh, down on the mountain uh, breaking all of those commandments by by, uh, showing their allegiance to some other golden calf. But of course, uh, those commandments that you and I continue to break every day, but those commandments that were held perfectly by Jesus Christ, and then by his death and his resurrection, he pays the price that we should have paid because of that, and we win uh, we win forgiveness. So so here we go. Uh, and if you read chapter 13 short, notice that uh, poor Uzziah, um, he's trying to just help keep the the Ark of the Covenant from tipping off of the cart that they have it on. and when he touches that ark, God strikes him dead. And we look at that and we say, "Wow, man, God! You know, why are you why are you focusing so much on one detail?" But here's what I want you to think of: God had t- given them specific, precise ways that they were to move that Ark of the Covenant. Number one, it wasn't supposed to go on a cart. It had rings on it and poles on it, so they could lift it up to show that they were holding up this covenant of God. They were willing to carry it by hand, and there were only a certain group of the uh, the Levites, the priests, that were to carry that to carry that Ark. Isaiah was not one of those, let alone, it wasn't being carried by the poles, it was on a cart. And again, God being uh, showing that details are important to him. And here's why I think that's so important. Um, when 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 I make a promise, let's say I make a promise, hey, I'm going to wax my car twice a year, um, it's probably not going to happen all the time, but you got to make that promise too. But we need to know that when God makes a promise, details are important to him. When God makes a promise, if he makes 900 promises to us, he will keep all 900 of those promises he's not like you and me who are human and we fail and sometimes we uh, we don't carry out what we what we say we're going to do God is in the details always and every single detail is important to him and every single promise he will keep I think many of the times that we doubt in our faith we know what God what God has said but we kind of think well, maybe God's like us and some of those promises well he's kept a whole bunch of them maybe he's not gonna keep this one right now no every single detail is important to God and he will keep every single one of them he is faithful always and he is all-powerful and he can keep every single one of them so when God holds them to this um, and he strikes Uzziah dead. He shows them that he's a God of the details and that every single one of them is important to him. And God knows every single one of us and he's going to keep all of those promises. You need to know a little bit of the background. If you remember your Old Testament history, uh, why isn't the Ark of the Covenant with them right now? Because they, they uh, went faithful to God and God allowed the Philistines to defeat them. And the Philistines actually took the Ark of the Covenant into their presence. And if you remember, this is a great Sunday school story. Um, they brought the Ark of the Covenant, the Philistines, in into their camp. And every night as the Ark of the Covenant was in their camp, in the morning when they would wake up, the the false god that they had created, this false idol they had created, the Philistines had, had broken over and fallen down and was bound before the Ark of the Covenant. (laughs) And it continues to happen. And finally the people say, get this Ark out of here. This is scaring the bejeebies out of us. And and God was showing them he was truly the God, uh, the only God worthy to be worshipped and that uh, uh, every knee is going to bow to him eventually, and he is the true God. So this Ark of the Covenant is a wonderful thing. It's the mercy seat where God's people would come to him, and they would bring their sins to him, and, and they'd lay it before the altar, and they'd bring that sacrifice before the altar, and and the priest would take that scapegoat, and he would place his hands on the scapegoat and send it out of the wilderness. All this happens at the Ark of, Ark of the Covenant. God's saying, there is a place where you can meet me, and I'm going to meet you more importantly. Uh, And that same place is there for us as you and I can come to God, each one of us before God. And we come before God in in, in worship like we do on Sunday morning. And and there God meets us again with his word in our baptism in the Lord's Supper. uh, And he will always be faithful to that to us. Um, We we aren't always faithful to him. Thanks be to God. His faithfulness is greater than ours. So God bless you as you continue to read. If you want to kind of look around, look at your, your cross references down the center column Column. In 1 Samuel 4, 5, and 6, you'll hear that story about the Philistines and, and taking in the Ark of the Covenant. In Numbers chapter 4, verse 15, you'll read about God saying there's only one group that can carry the Ark of the Covenant. They're to carry it by the poles. You'll see some of the details there. And just do some hunting around some more in your cross-reference verses, because remember, Chronicles is doing some repeating of what we have earlier in Scripture to emphasize the importance of that for us. Thought this was going to be a short one today, but never quite works that way. Word of God is deep, 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 baby, for you and me. Thank God. He's in the details. God bless you as you read.